Welcome to the 18th episode of the Uneasy Podcast. My name is Isis. This podcast is about many of the uneasy conversations we go over and over in our minds. In this 18th episode, we will continue our conversation with my friend Adrian. Adrian produces the YouTube channel P4CM. Please visit p4cm.com for more information. You can also view their content on their YouTube channel, Facebook page, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, all under the same name. I want to give another huge thank you to Adrian for her time. Adrian was so kind to share with us things to look forward to on the YouTube channel P4CM. I will continue to correlate such uneasy ideas also discussed on the P4CM channel to the book I recently wrote titled Upala. The title is spelled U-P-A-L-A and it's available for purchase on CreateSpace if you want a book or on Amazon if you want an ebook. I want to mention I've included my email on the first page of the book. I want to encourage you to share with me your uneasy thoughts, reactions, suggestions, and uneasy stories. I want to gather all of your input and with your permission to share, create our own series of episodes featuring topics you'd like to discuss. So let's pick up where we left off. Someone wrote in and asked a question to uh, Matthew and Jeanette who had just gotten married. What would you say to a woman who is seeking to be in a God-honoring relationship. She's done a lot of emotional work. She's really feeling ready, but she doesn't know how to cook or clean or do, she doesn't do much domestic stuff. And the response was, learn how to cook and clean. Don't no man want no stank house, right? And he said it very comically, but some people did not receive it that way. And the video came out like two days before the shoot and so i changed the topic of that discussion from what it was originally going to be so we could talk about that and address people's issues and so we had some single women because likely those were the people who were upset with some married men so that they could give the perspective of like if you want one of us like if you want a husband let us help you understand what husbands are like what husbands look for and that discussion was really amusing to to watch and watch them engage in the back and forth of women want women have a lot of expectations and so do men but what was interesting to me was really hearing how the guys are like the difference is that we don't get mad at you the way you get mad at us when the expectation isn't met and one of the guys said, you know, often disappointment in a relationship is the result of unmet expectations. So you're disappointed because your expectations weren't met. And just talking through how do you even base your expectations? Like, what do you base your expectations off of? Listening to those guys share. In the book Upala, the protagonist Upala and her boyfriend Temi enter into their relationship with very high expectations. It is clear both of their expectations of one another's role in the relationship is based off of ideals dictated through American ideology, which they've readily accepted and use as a blueprint. Despite this is what they've accepted to be the norm, it's clearly not working for them. It was real interesting because you don't often have the opportunity to talk to guys in such an honest, open setting. 
they were really gracious and being open about and transparent about their relationships and their marriage. But my takeaway from that entire, it was almost two hours of a conversation, was the host asked, what is something about you that could have been a disqualifier for your your relationship? What is something that your wife could have looked at you and just said, no, thank you? But she stuck it out. This may sound cynical, but anytime I've had an expectation for another person, whether it be a friend, someone I'm romantically involved with, or family, that expectation seldom gets met and it negatively affects the relationship. I believe having expectations is another means to control. We have set boundaries and a clear idea of the outcome. I have come to accept the only thing you can control is yourself and you will only make yourself go insane by keeping up expectations of others. And listening to those dudes answer that question it just sort of made me think about my own standards what I have been so willing to overlook that you know one of the guys said he used to smoke a lot of weed back in the day I was shocked hearing him say that because I know him I'm like really he's like yeah my wife used to think I was gonna do drugs because I smoked so much I smoked a lot a lot of weed when you first decide to make a, ch a change in lifestyle, the old lifestyle is often calling you back. I think that might have been her concern, like, huh, I don't know, though. And um, she was willing to not, she was willing to back off and just sort of see what was going to happen. And a lot of women are not so willing to just back off and see what's going to happen. A lot of women want to control what's, what, what, it, what is happening. And we nag and we ask a hundred questions and you know we're just not we don't extend that same amount of grace that we would hope a guy would extend to us and um and his wife did that and it was an encouragement for him he said to to continue to to not because she was so willing she put so much trust in him trusting him to not be who she was afraid he was going to be that if she was going to instill that much trust in him then he didn't want to betray it and it was just awesome to hear that that there are guys that really do care about the fact that you've given me all your trust so I'm not going to betray it especially for a guy who is in his mid mid to late 30s talk, referencing himself in his early 20s cuz he got married in his early 20s to be able to very clearly speak about where he knows his wife could have just been like nope and it, where he could honestly say, I would not recommend my old self to my wife, even though she is my wife now and she chose to marry me. The way that I feel about my wife now, I would not want her to date me back then again. And that, that, was, that was pretty awesome. But it, it, it just let me see, like, guys that, that have um, particular vices or character struggles they're not all acceptable but they do require i think that it, it does warrant for us to be a little more patient or at least give a little more thought to our decision to or not to proceed with with dating them because the payoff can be amazing when you are willing to see someone through their issues so i'm going to ask you the same question once you've abandoned your expectations of someone else how have you decided to look past and accept that other person what have you decided to look past and accept about that other person? Even when in the beginning, this was a strong non-negotiable. 
I would say for Apollo's case, she looked past a lot in order to stick by Temi. At times I wish she could have stuck up for herself and not just accept everything from him. You'll have to read the book to see how it turns out. That was like a taste of, of, of that conversation. Um, and I'm excited for people to watch that, to listen to people speak so openly. It's a very open discussion and our audience is primarily Christian and these aren't discussions that you get at church and at Bible study and, and all of that. These are conversations that you have with your friends. And sometimes for some people, they can't even have them with their Christian friends. They have them with their other friends. And I want us to be able to have a, a very honest, open, healthy, edifying conversation in a safe environment. That's not about condemnation. It's not, you know, if we're having a conversation about the struggle of purity while you're dating for someone who quite frankly is not a virgin but they're seeking now to not have sex in their relationship I don't want the conversation to be judgmental for someone who says I keep falling I keep struggling with that I, I want the conversation to be open and honest about why there's the struggle and how to how to avoid the struggle but there is a way that you can deliver the word and the, deliver the scriptures that just makes a person feel completely inferior and so I want us to be an example to other Christians on how to offer wise counsel but then allow for the people who share in these struggles that we'll be talking about on the show have a place for them I want them to ultimately come looking for the show to see what the topic is and to like sort of get some of their own questions answered and a lot of these topics I pulled from my conversations with my friends and I have a lot of married friends now who and I just listen to them talk about the things that they go through and I pulled some of those topics so that some days we'll have just a bunch of married couples on the couch who can talk about married topics like how to not let your marriage crumble because you have kids now and when I say crumble I, you know I was talking to someone who uh, they did get divorced because she she now can say she just didn't balance being a mom and being a wife well and she poured all of herself into having her baby and very little of herself into having a husband and he he eventually left and at the time she said it was hard for her to see that that's what was going on and she was offended almost because he kept she felt like he was like jealous of the kid or not understanding the plight and there's some of that that probably was true that he could have been a little more understanding and but she said you know I just didn't do that well and I think that's a really great discussion to bring to the table about how to balance that how to manage that what happens when you're now parents and you're not just boyfriend and girlfriend. Hopefully the show will, will be really good. I, I'm afraid a little bit just with some of the people on the show. I, what I don't want people to experience is negative backlash, like people on the show, if they have opinions that other people disagreed with. But we know it'll happen. Everyone's not gonna agree with everybody. And so I've been really trying to prep people for that. Like, okay, when this show comes out, Remember when you just said such and such, you already know that's going to cause a problem. So just get ready. Um, I will be the comment police. 
I will be deleting comments that are absolutely unnecessary, but there will be some comments that are an honest opinion that are opposite of what was stated. And, you know, we'll just go through that. But it's fun, too, to be able to just have a conversation with a million people versus just the five people who you always talk to all the time. So I'm looking forward to it. So please check out the YouTube channel P4CM and offer them your feedback. Start a conversation. Adrian is looking out for your input. I'm also excited to get your feedback. So please leave me comments, email me, join my Facebook page, send me a tweet all of which can be found under my company name, Quasi Sounds. That's Q-U-A-S-I-S-O-U-N-D-S. Next episode, Kawhi and I will continue our discussion about capturing the soul, developing yourself, and sharing your essence with others. So please check it out. Also, please rate this episode, leave a comment, subscribe to the Uneasy Podcast. I would love to hear from you. For more details about this episode, please visit Quasi Sounds' website. I've included my notes for this episode, as well as the music I sprinkled throughout the show. And while you're there, please buy my book, Upala. I sincerely appreciate your support. Thank you for listening to the Uneasy Podcast.